Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Yo, everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the Echo Youth Podcast. We back at it. Episode number 60. 60? Yeah. Gee, Wilkers, bucko. Time's flying. Gee. I feel like I say that every week, but it just it feels crazy. Gee, willies. Um, yeah, so uh, more than halfway to episode 100. That's crazy. You love to hear that. Can be fun. Uh, we're excited because things are starting to... Uh, starting to look up around here. Yeah, starting to look up. Pandemic is starting to slow down a bit, and things are going back to normal. And so we'll, we're excited to have some more guest appearances here on the podcast, and yes. and uh, some some new friends for you guys to hear and meet and uh, interact with. So it's gonna be great. Um, but anywho, um, also if you hear a deathly howl from the wind, d- disregard that. Yeah, I have single pane windows of my house, and my house. <laughs> We're is in the middle a, of a feels like tornado for some. Yeah, California. my house is gonna blow over. So if you hear some, <laughs> then uh, that's what it's from. Yeah, it's the wind's going crazy. That was a brilliant sound bar that I just pulled honestly off you they guys. should use that in movies. That was pretty impressive. There you go. It's like that that like video of that guy doing the ratatouille. Uh, yeah, all the sound effects. Sound effects yeah. that's been going around right now. Anywho. Okay, so what we're going to start off with is, uh, as you have known, if you've been with us the last two weeks, we are going through the book of John, the Gospel of John, uh, which is one of my favorite books in the Bible. Yep. Talks about Jesus, the story of Jesus from the perspective of the uh, Apostle John, the disciple named John, the beloved. The beloved, self-claimed beloved. Self-claimed <laughs> beloved John. Um, and so we did chapter one and then we did chapter two and three last week and we're going to do chapter four and five this week, which is actually a little bit of a task. Chapter four is kind of long, but, yes, uh, it's a little bit beefy. but we're going to try and do it without going crazy over time. We'll give you the spark notes. We encourage you to read it on your own. Um, look up, uh, some, if you want to get some deep study stuff, you can go on Google and look up some stuff. Uh, get some resources, all that kind of stuff. Anyways, yep. uh, and then we're going to do a draft that actually tags along with our last week's draft, which we haven't gotten the results back yet of last week's draft, uh, which was... Um, road Trip Snacks. Road Trip Snacks. So it'll be fun, though, because we'll see the results of Road Trip Snacks and today's draft, uh, which... At the same time. Can't tell you about yeah, it. Yeah, can't it's tell you. It's a secret. Uh, but we'll see them at the same time. So next week, we'll we'll get back at you, let you know what the... The score is, uh, we don't need to go over that right now. Um, <laughs> yep, thanks for saving me some embarrassment. So we're hoping Ben wins both of those. At this point, I'm, it's not, I mean. <laughs> at I'm, this point, you know it's bad. At this point, I'm rooting for him, you know what I mean? Uh, let's get it back to be competitive. There was a while where you were beating me at yeah, the very beginning. Yeah, I won like eight straight in the beginning, and, and then you've won like 40 straight. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like, no, I won the first couple, and then you won in the teens. You won a lot. And then after yeah. like 20-something, then... It fell off for me. Yeah. I mean, you've won 20... 21 still. I think 21. Yeah, I've won 30-something. You've won 21. It's uh, not horrible. 
Oh, I think you've won 23 and I've won 31 or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyhow, something like that. Uh, okay, so let's jump into it. We're going to go over chapter four and five of the Book of John. And, uh, <laughs> the Book of John. The, the Book of John. And, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be great. So, okay, so open your Bibles, if you will, uh, with us to chapter four. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, what kind of accent is that? Oh, just throwing stuff together. It's fine. Yeah, we're just going for it. Uh, okay, so this is cool. The uh, first part part of this is one of, um, if you go to our church, this is one of my dad's favorite scriptures, uh, stories in the Bible. Uh, it was actually kind of funny. This is a side side note here. But note. on Sunday, my dad brought it up, and he's like, well, he, my dad's in a series right now uh, called Jesus Is, and it, or Jesus Said. Jesus said, yeah. Jesus said, and uh, it's about parables and what Jesus said, right? And so it's really great. And so he uh, um, he referenced this this story uh, of Jesus and the woman at the well, and he said, uh, just because he was in the heat of talking about parables, he said, like, oh, this is this, uh, the story. That's why the story of the woman at the well is my favorite parable, right? Even though it's not a parable, it's a story. And this like old, this old time like uh, you know retired pastor that goes to our church, <laughs> he's like sitting that, like uh, a row across from me, and I hear him whisper to his wife, "Oh, that's not a parable." What a beast! <laughs> and uh, I just thought it was really funny. It makes no sense for me to bring that up, but I just thought it was. It's funny. funny. So, anywho, um, okay, so chapter four, the woman uh, of Samaria. So this one, I don't know that I'm going to read a whole lot of it. Um, I'm just kind of spark notes the, the story for you. Spark notes it. And then uh, give you the, the key points. So uh, Jesus and his disciples are traveling. Uh, they're going, they decide to go through Samaria, which is uh, problem number one. Um, yeah, they didn't get along very well. Yeah, back in that day, uh, Jewish people and Samaritans um, did not get along at all. And so uh, to to decide uh, as a as a group of Jews to uh, uh, to travel through uh, Samaria was kind of a silly thing to do. It didn't make much sense. But Jesus had an appointment uh, with this woman, um, even though she didn't know it. He he made up yeah. he made it up in his mind. Um, but anyway, so they they're traveling. They go uh, through Samaria through Samaria, and when they roll up, uh, they roll up to a famous place uh, that we know, um, or we may not know, but there's this well uh, there called Jacob's Well, and so... Um, uh, For sure famous in their time. Yeah, it Very was, well because place. if you go back to the Old Testament, you've, you've heard of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, uh, who also gets renamed as Israel. Uh, and so like kind of, you know, it's relatively important because the whole nation of Israel is named after him. Named after Jacob. And so it's kind of an odd thing to think about Jacob's well being in Samaria, um, as there's some, um, there's some, uh, I don't know if I'd call them necessarily racial disparities. I don't know. If, I don't know if they would, uh, I don't know if they would, uh, qualify as, different races but it's very similar so it's kind of these uh this racial tension or or kind of uh, uh regional tension maybe cultural cultural tensions for sure cultural religious tensions is mm. the biggest one yeah. so just just things going on between them but it's just i find it funny that jacob's well is in that area even though <laughs> whatever anywho <laughs> uh i don't know it just doesn't make sense to me but it's it's cool uh so 
so Jesus goes to Jacob's well, uh, and he finds a woman there. Um, and so th- this is a peculiar part of the story because this is about midday, so about noon-ish time. And it's very uh, abnormal for a woman to be at the well in midday. Uh, reason being is because it, it's the Middle East and it's, it's hot. Boiling it's hot. It's super hot. Sun's at its peak. And so uh, when people would go to the well, they would either go, uh, well, 90% of the time they'd go early in the morning. If not, they'd go out around dusk because uh, it was cooler then. Uh, but 90, 95% of the time the people would go uh, in the morning, early in the morning uh, as like it's still cool outside. Get their water for the day. Get the water for the day and then go home and then do the next, same thing the next morning. And so uh, the re- the the uh, fact that this woman is here at midday tells us something automatically in the story, which is that she um, is ashamed to be seen in public. Um, she's not well uh, received by her peers. And so being there in the middle of the day is her trying to avoid the crowd, avoid the gossip, avoid uh, all those Literally other things. Everyone. <laughs> so anyway, so Jesus rolls up and Jesus basically tells her like, Hey, give me some water. <laughs> like, uh, the Bible is kind of funny when you read it, um, because of translation and how maybe they wrote things back then. Like it seems harsh. Yeah. Some harsher of the, than it is. some of the, the phrasing, uh, seems relatively harsh. Uh, but you have to, when reading the Bible, remember that this is not written in the context of of 2021 uh but it's written in the context of of jesus's time and of um uh you know 2000 years ago and so uh it's just a little bit different language was a little bit different yeah so things that would offend us today didn't back then things that uh, so you have to you have to read it in that context to understand why things are happening but anyway so he asks her like to get him some water and and she says uh she basically says like you know, you're a Jewish man. You shouldn't be here talking to me. Why are you here? Blah, 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 blah. And he basically says, like, man, if you knew who I was, you'd be asking me for water. And she's like, what it's do you literally mean? literally savage. Yeah, she's like, what do you mean? And then and then he's like, I've got some, I've got living water. And the, the best water you could ever have. Yeah. He's like, I got Fiji water. No, I'm just kidding. He <laughs> Not said, even I, invented yet. You haven't even been there. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. He, he, I got Arrowhead water. No, I'm just kidding. So he says... Um, he says, you know, I have living water, the type of water that if you drink from it, you'll never thirst again. And she's like, what do you mean? Where is this water? How deep is the well? Like she starts like asking normal questions. Where is this water? Yeah. Yeah. And he's and, and then basically he's telling her the gospel message where he he is this source of living water. water and and living water. And, um, and so uh, let me see if I have some highlighted stuff here. Um, he says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. So that's what I talked about earlier. And then he says, everyone who drinks from this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water I give him will never be thirsty again. And the water that I give him uh, will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Um, so some pretty uh, pretty cool stuff. And then... And then Jesus is saying stuff to get her to tell truths about her life. So he, then after this, she's all, all serious, you know, or whatever. She's and in. So her. then he says, go and tell your husband and then come here. And she goes, I don't have a husband. He goes, you're right. Uh, you have had five husbands and the man that you're living with now is not your husband. So he's, he's reading her book as they would say, basically yeah. telling her about her life. And he, so he's, 
saying these things that she believes him to be a prophet. And then, and then she starts bringing up and talking about the Messiah and then it ends, um, which is really cool. Most people don't pick up on this. Um, but this is the first time Jesus says that he's the Messiah. Um, in, I believe in the, Let's go. in the gospels. And so she, uh, says, I know the Messiah is coming. He was called the Christ. And when he comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Basically, I that's me. Basically, yo, I'm, I'm that person. Yeah, that's me. Messiah? Yeah, that's me. Hey, yo, that's me, Plurp. So, uh, so it's pretty cool. He, he, he uh, says that. And you don't, there's, there's actually not a lot of places in the New Testament where Jesus himself says, I'm the Messiah. As, yeah, most of uh, the time he just beams people. It's like, yeah, you said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he says, you said it, or he says often he says the the son of man, or in some instances says the son of God. But mm-hmm. um, the reason being a little historical fact that most most uh, Jewish f- uh, folks, and so it, actually most of the times like Jesus says he's Messiah, it's not to Jewish people because the Jewish folks they viewed uh, the Messiah as a uh, as like a warrior king, mm-hmm. and so if Jesus was claiming to be the Messiah, uh, there would probably be this uprising of um, of them hoping or wishing that there was this like overthrow of Rome and this war and Jesus didn't come for that. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, it's very interesting. Uh, okay. But then we move on um, and then, uh, and then Jesus starts talking to the disciples and he starts basically sharing the same thing with them about, uh, but he talks about food and he's asking like, you know, did you, because uh, they keep telling him to eat, Rabbi, eat. And he goes, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So he's, now he starts talking to the disciples. And it's pretty cool. There's this line on verse 38, and it says, I sent you to reap uh, that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. I think that's a super cool thing. Yeah. Basically, Jesus says, I'm sending you to receive something that you didn't even work for. Mm-hmm. I'm sending you to something that, that others have worked for that I have worked for, right? I'm sending you to this thing that you don't deserve. You ha- you haven't done nothing haven't to receive. Earned, yeah. You haven't earned it, but here it is, and you're gonna take it, and it's never gonna run out. It's such a cool concept. Um, and then uh, in verse uh, 42, it says they said, uh, "Oh, then then the woman goes and tells." Uh, but her friends and stuff, and they say to her, it is no longer because of what you said we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, We, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. So they come back, and they start listening to Jesus. Jesus stays around two more days to preach to them, and uh, and they, they know that he's the Savior of the world. So it's pretty cool. It's kind of Jesus is like, all right, I'm here, I've arrived type of party, right? It's yeah. pretty sweet. And then the next section is Jesus healing an official son, and I didn't do too much study on this portion I, I know the story but i'm not sure if this is the same story that we see in other gospels where um where jesus where the man tells jesus um that just say the word and it'll be done type of a thing because uh, it's a very similar story so i'm not sure if this is the same and john is trying to uh portray that and so in a different way yeah so i'll i'll look it up i'll come back next week and i'll let you know um i i didn't dive into that Portion. But it sounds very similar. So in this story, as John writes it, uh, there's a um, there's a official who comes uh, to Jesus and his son is very ill. Um, and then Jesus says to him, unless you see signs and wonders, 
you will not believe. And the official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. And Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. So he asked Jesus to go with him. And Jesus says, No, just go. Your son's going to live, right? And then and then um, it says, The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and then went on his way. And when he got home, he noticed that his son was alive. And then he asked his servants, When did this happen? They said the seventh hour of yesterday. And that matched the time when Jesus um, said that. And so... He believed, and all of his household believed in Jesus. So it's pretty cool. Like I said, I don't know if that's the same um, story. We'll obviously we'll we'll see within this uh, chapter if there's another story of the uh, centurion. Uh, but it sounds it, it sounds uh, very similar. I'm being transparent right now, as I, d- I don't really know. Um, let me see if it says anything. Hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Hold up. Real quick. Uh, it doesn't say. Because nobody really knows. It could be the same. I don't think it is. I'm not sure. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Chapter 5. Uh, now it says, the healing at the pool on the Sabbath. This is one that, uh, this is a kind of a funny story. Um, we're getting close to going over time, so i got to wrap this up here. <laughs> we have a whole chapter to go. I know. Um, but... There was, I preached on this message, on this, mm-hmm. uh, I preached on this uh, scripture early on when I was a youth pastor, probably six months into me being a youth pastor. So probably about two years ago. Let's go. Um, I preached on this and there's a word in here uh, that I didn't know how to pronounce and I pronounced it the whole message wrong and, uh, and nobody knew except for, um, uh, Ben's dad, my old youth pastor, Pastor <laughs> Jeff, he was in the back just giggling the whole time because uh, there's a Let's word in go. there. There's a word in here pronounced invalid, and I kept saying invalid the whole time, and uh, which it's it's the same, I guess, but it's, it's pronounced spelled the invalid. same. It's just pronounced differently, yeah. So, anyways, an invalid is like which n- now it sounds like super harsh that I said invalid, <laughs> but an invalid is someone who's like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't put uh, two and two together. You're beaming this. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> so uh, an invalid is someone who's like, uh, like kind of a, a paraplegic, like a, like a lame, uh, person is what they would say. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was kind of, it was kind of a glad that it wasn't posted on YouTube type of thing. Okay. So, <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Jesus uh, goes um, to this pool, right? And th- there's this pool that's supposed to be um, a a pool that when people go into it, uh, at a, you know, it it uh, heals them and all, all these different things, all right? And so there's there's a bunch of people uh, uh, camping out, waiting for it to bubble up. Yes, waiting waiting around this pool, and when it does a certain thing, they get in and then, and then they get healed, and so. Um, so let's, let's read a little bit here. It says, after there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, uh, there is in Jerusalem, the sheep gate, a pool in Aramaic called Bethesda, um, which has five roofed colonnades and these lay a multitude of invalids, not invalids, <laughs> uh, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there, he knew that he had already been there for a long time. So 38 years this dude's been laying laying here. And he says to him, do you want to be healed? Which seems like kind of a silly question. Yeah, the homie would be like, bro, I've been here for 38 years. Yeah, but I think that's part of the question that Jesus is asking. It's like, 
you, like, not that this guy hasn't done anything to to seek healing, but he's also asking like, what what are you actively like doing? What do you want to do? I think it's interesting, uh, even when Jesus is going to do miracles in our lives, he's asking permission to do so. And yeah. he's asking if we want to partner in a miracle with him. And so mm-hmm. the question seems redundant, but he says, do you want to be healed? And then he responded, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up while I'm going another steps down before me. And so he says, every time the water gets stirred up and it's time for me to get healed, someone so cuts me in line it. and steals my, and it's been 38 years of this. And so it's just kind of funny because Jesus asks him, hey, do you want to be healed? And this guy says, well, no one's putting me in the pool, right? And Jesus yeah. Jesus is standing right there, He's you like, know? Hey, this, was a, this was a yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jesus said to him, get up, take your bed, and walk. And it says, at once the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. Um, and then and then they, uh, this is starts stirring up some things, because this was on the Sabbath. and Which uh, you're not supposed to do any... Of that stuff on yeah, the Sabbath so the, and the Jewish law. Yes, yeah, so the Pharisees and Sadducees stuff, they're getting really upset. But then Jesus saw this man, and again, he says, See, you are well. Sin no more, that nothing worse may happen to you. And the man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who healed him, and this is why the Jews were persecuting Jesus. And and then they get mad because Jesus was saying he's the Son of God, and he's acting as if he's saying, like, you know, my Father gives me authority. And so they're saying that he believes himself to be equal with God, and uh, which he does. And uh, and Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing on his own accord, but only what he sees the father doing for what the father does uh, that the son does likewise, likewise. And later on, it has a cool kind of scripture it says for the father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the son. So it's kind of talking about what Jesus's role now is. Yeah. Um, and whoever does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. So he's kind of giving these guys like the kind the of the, the layout. Like, look, you got to trust in me. Trust that I'm that I'm who I say I am because this is the road to salvation. Right. Um, and uh, and then it kind of wraps up with nothing super, super exciting. But um, but it's kind of the. Uh, the witness of Jesus. Jesus is talking about who he is, what's his, what's his job here. And so this is, it's kind of cool. This, this kind of progression of Jesus, uh, talking to the woman at the well. And that's his first time saying like, I'm the Messiah. And then he tells everybody else and they all come and he starts preaching to them. And so he's kind of making this thing public. And then he goes and he, and he heals this guy at the the pool. And that guy goes and tells everybody. And so now everybody's starting to wake up to, Oh, okay. This Jesus guy is really real and, and before this there was like whispers in the crowds and stuff like that but this yeah. is becoming more alive and so this is kind of a cool thing because right after this we'll talk about it next week but right after this jesus feeds the five thousand. so he's got the, he goes from he goes from being like relatively silent about his ministry with just the disciples to then feeding a crowd of probably 15 to twenty thousand yeah, people because the five thousand is just head count of men but there's children and women and things that, like that too nine yards so he, he's probably got this massive crowd all of a sudden. And he um, had be- mad leftovers for days. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Though. Because of this thing. But there is one scripture I want to talk about. It's really cool. I kind of plucked it out. It's verse 44, chapter 5. It says, How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from on- from the only God? And so that this is um, kind of a cool thing for us to run our life 
through is um, how can we believe in God if we're if we're seeking the approval of man, right? Yeah. How how can we say that we truly trust in Jesus and know who God is if everything we do is for the approval of somebody else instead of for the approval of God and for the glory that comes from God. And so as you live your life, uh, live it in a way that Jesus did, not seeking attention from everybody else, even though it eventually came, but he wasn't doing it for that purpose. He was doing it to please his Father in heaven. And so that's how we ought to live our lives, where God will bless us and make us successful and help us to prosper in different areas of our life. But um, that shouldn't be the goal to be recognized by people, to compete with people, to yeah. prove to people that we're better, that we can do it, that we can buy this and do this and whatever. Mm-hmm. The goal should really be to to please uh, our Father in heaven. And so when we when we decide to do that, all the other stuff seems a little bit less important, which is cool. Let's go. So there it is. We're we're getting to some exciting times in this yeah, story are. of the gospel where Jesus is gonna fully reveal himself here. It's going to get wild. It's going to get buck wild. It does get buck wild. Uh, which we, we've been watching this TV show called The Chosen. Yep. And that's where the that's where the Chosen season one ends off is right at the woman at the well. So it's kind of like he's all in secret. And then I'm, I'm really excited for season two to come out whenever it does. Um, because that'll yeah, be we're when, hearing conflicting ideas here. That'll be when everything like blows up and Jesus is. Uh, he's popping. Doing his uh, public ministry. All right. We went over time a little bit. Ben, fill us in on the draft. Oh, also, Ben, any closing words on chapter four and five? I kind of blazed through that and just talked the whole time. But No, you're good, dude. I uh, I think you hit it pretty well. Nail on the head, to be honest. Jesus kind of just BMs the Pharisees there a bunch in the end of chapter five. He does. So there's a lot of like verses I have um, just for myself in there that are like <laughs> just BM. Yeah. So... I think he pretty much nailed it with the gist, though. Just, yeah, gist no, it's, of it all. It's good. At the end, uh, if you're reading along with us, uh, the end of chapter five is there's some. It's kind of tough. It's a tough read, uh, but spend some time on it because it it is uh, warning signs for us to not fall into uh, like religion, yeah, um, and be like this super law like law making law following like just group uh, of <laughs> legalistic is the is more yeah, the yeah, better the word. word legalistic type uh religious people where we're all about following the rules and what we tell people more about what they can't do rather than what, what they're they free to do and so yeah uh, the gospel is never intended to be a story of what we can't do anymore it's supposed to be the, yeah. what we have freedom in in life and so Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> you love to hear that. Um, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, okay, Ben, tell us about All the right. draft. Let us know what's going on. Okay. We're going to get buck wild. Let me look at it here. You said that like four times tonight. We are going to do a draft brought to you by, courtesy of rather, well, Pond. Well, well, in... In uh, we made some changes, but yes, yes, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's the basic idea, but we we modified it a little bit Modify to our um our producer in house. Yeah, our producer in house and his wife gave us this idea. Yep, they did. <laughs> to pick five people, five people, five people to go. This is our modified version to go on a road trip with us. Yes, for okay. like. Three months. We're going to every all fifty states. So uh, Matthew and Bethany wish they did a uh, 
They were in Vegas last week. Just a uh, just a, a quick, little, a quick little getaway for them. Uh, restorative getaway, which is great. Um, if you're married, do that. It's helpful. Um, but anyways, while they were there, they were having fun with the idea of different drafts. And Let's go. So he texted me and said that they did this draft of uh, five people for the uh, party of a lifetime. Who yeah. Five people that, like uh, from the past, dead or alive, who would... Uh, yeah, dead or alive, doesn't matter. Well, they wouldn't be dead at the party, but... Um, well, yeah, not just... <laughs> but uh, any people, past or present, that you would throw this party with and five people who would you pick and so uh so i thought it was a great idea and yeah. so since we just did uh road trip road snackies. trip snacks we thought okay let's let's, let's go on a trip with them let's yeah bring let's, our let's five modify people. it we're gonna do a five people to do a cross country all 50 states it's like four month long trip or more six month long trip yeah we're going with, forever with a with a ginormous rv and we're taking all the snacks and a Hawaii. yacht to Team go to hawaii one. And uh, yeah, <laughs> let's go. And so we're we're picking five people to join us on this endeavor. Yeah, we are. And uh, so we'll see, see how it goes. Uh, just so that nobody gets offended. <laughs> yeah, no feelings. Get we're hurt. we're probably not going to pick any friends because we could do and that. That's not because we don't want to take you. You'll uh, you're obviously you're, going. Yeah, it's just five on, more yeah, people. It's five more people plus all our friends. Also, my wife Danielle, you're on my list, so you're going. But I'm gonna pick five other people because <laughs> okay? you're already on there. Because you're already going, Danielle. Um, but anyways, okay. So right. five people, celebrities or not, doesn't yep. matter. It, it could literally just be your friend. Could be your friend, but we're not doing that. Yeah. Uh, well. Because you guys are implied. Uh. Yeah, all that of, checks out. All of Echo Youth is available to come for sure. And any subscribers yeah, no, to this sure. podcast are definitely available to yeah, join they're, us. They're already with us right now. But we're but we're putting the cherry on top. Five extra people who's coming it. with us dead or alive. <laughs> um, uh, that sounds morbid. I know. They're coming with us dead or alive. <laughs> it's probably the wrong phrasing, but that's okay. All right. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. Oh, Let's he got go. me. He got me. All right. He pulled it off. <laughs> I did the thing. All right. I have a pretty big list here. Not going to lie. Okay. Who's your first overall pick? I'm picking Johnny Depp. Oh, that's a, that's a pretty good one. He's, dude, He ha I'm telling him mandatory though. He has to be in Jack Sparrow uh, character the entire trip. Let's, let's modify let's, it. Okay. And say you can do fictional characters. Okay, then Jack Sparrow is coming with me. Wait, wait, hold on. Let, let's let's think about this. Okay. Do we think this is good? Is this a good road to go down, or should they be real people? I think they should be real people, and every character and they've ever played up in costumes. Be, <laughs> they doesn't have to be in the costume. I just want them to act like that. Okay, I respect it. All right, all right. I, he's I in rescind, other movies where he's I, good. I rescind my offer. It's Johnny Depp. All right. Forcibly, in a Jack Sparrow costume. No, he doesn't have to be in the costume. He yes. just has to talk like him. No, you're holding him captive and making him wear a costume. <laughs> you kidnapped Johnny Depp. Now you have to live with it. All right. He's been through enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's been through heck. <laughs> through heck. Hey, no no hex or swears on the podcast. Come I on. I literally didn't. What do you mean? Okay. I don't do that. I'm a child of God. Um, My first overall pick. I'm picking the big diesel 
Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> so I'll have both diesels on <laughs> on my RV. The twin diesels. The twin. Oh, the twin turbos. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. So you I got my, the turbo diesels. My first pick is Shaq. Yeah, he's gonna take up half the RV we're in. Five. He's the six point four liter V. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually the RV. We're just hopping on his back. Yeah, we're just yeah, we're just piggybacking with Shaq. That's a pretty good one. I feel like he's I watched he's this, actually hilarious. So that funny. video you sent me yeah. the other week. I sent Ben this video of Shaq uh on his like uh ESPN show just acting a fool and it's <laughs> goes, really funny. I'm not- these things ain't even hot. Bet you can eat this thing with no water. Ooh. <laughs> without making ah. a face. That wasn't the face. I was coughing. <laughs> yeah. He eats his hot chip and he's like freaking out. Yeah. You bet the other producers Drinking or other water. co-hosts. Yeah. He could eat this spicy chip without laughing or without making a face. That's not a face. I was, uh, I was coughing. I was that coughing. wasn't a face. Right. Then he tries on a, a toupee. He's like, <laughs> looks yeah, he's got a full head of hair. Oh. And he turns the lights off Body on him. Body checks on me into a tree. <laughs> well, that dude. Kills him. Uh, but there was one where he he like went walked up in the studio and with a broke broom. and, and with a broom and broke the lights, lights that were shining he's on tired him. Tired of sweating. <laughs> he's sweating too much. So he's just sitting in the dark on on stage <laughs> on live. set of ESPN's like network <laughs> live on set. He's sitting in the dark. <laughs> hey Shaq, why are you sitting in the dark? I was tired of sweating. <laughs> those, those lights were making me mad. Anyway, super funny. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So you got Johnny Depp, I got Shaq. Then I feel like I gotta go with Kevin Hart. Dang it. I gotta get some comedy. That was the one I was wanting to pick. I should have picked him first because I don't think you would have picked Shaq. No, I definitely wouldn't have picked Shaq. Bummer. Kevin Hart's my favorite. Kevin comedian. Hart's yeah, he's literally hilarious. He'll make the trip. It's alright. I think time. I think this might backfire though. <laughs> I think I think after like three weeks with Kevin Hart, you might get annoyed. Be like, all right, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm you definitely could. There's potential <laughs> for that. We'll see. I'm, I feel like that's with anybody. You go with anybody on a trip that long, for you're like, six okay, months, yeah, literally. You're like, all right, boss. We're going to fight. Take a break. But uh, but we're having fun here. Okay, so my next pick. Um, we only get five picks. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot to choose from here, buddy. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to pick Ross from Ross Creations. Oh, that's a really good one. YouTube, YouTube channel. Um, I His YouTube channel is clean, right? I think so. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, he just does weird stuff. <clears throat> so he's this guy on YouTube who does all the dumbest things you could possibly <laughs> imagine. Uh, yeah, he's hilarious. So he lives in Florida where everyone's just... Tweakers. Sorry if you live in Florida. Sorry. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, I'm trying to think of the, he's the guy that, if you've ever seen the videos of him, he puts like pickles in people, people's pockets in Walmart. In the grocery store. And he puts like hot dogs in people's pockets in Walmart. He puts cheeseburgers in, in this one lady's gas cap at the gas station. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. It's hilarious. And then he, like, uh, oh, that, that's where that went. He bought a, he bought an ice cream. This uh, one's my, one of my favorites. It's like a, like an ice cream cart, you know, that you would walk around with and sell ice cream. And he stands outside of McDonald's because their, their uh, ice cream machine was broken. The ice cream machine <laughs> so broken. selling ice cream to people <laughs> in the drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> the managers like come out and kick him out. There was a, uh, um, in like on like push pull signs on doors. He like switches them around. Yeah. Um, they can't get in. They think it's closed. Yeah. I'm trying the to think one of the, with the FedEx driver. Don't or please step on the grass. 
Oh, Have please step on the one? grass. Yeah. And the homie just only walks on the grass. Um, there was one where, uh, oh, like, you know, uh, oh, what am I thinking of? I don't remember. I don't know, but he's a really funny guy. Yeah, so he just does really. Oh, there, there was one where he had his friend dress up as an alligator on a, <laughs> on a golf course. Oh, yeah, I've <laughs> seen like that in one. in an alligator suit yeah. on the golf course. Uh, it's one where he goes to the beach and, and shares towels with people. Yeah, just lays on their so towel he, with them. Yes. Just cuddles up on the beach with random people. <laughs> They're like sunbathing. He just lays down next There's to There's one where he wore a giant Lego suit, went to the beach, and stepped on people. And it was called <laughs> Lego Steps on Humans. <laughs> there was one where he was in a, in a parking lot. And he would wait by a, uh, <laughs> this was actually funny. He's in a parking lot and he'd wait by an open spot okay. until someone took it. And then he'd like park behind him and rage at him, get super mad. But <laughs> he'd just, fun. he'd just wait there and they'd be like waiting and he'd go like this. He'd be like, Hey, go ahead, park. And they'd park. And then he'd park behind him. Are you kidding me? I was waiting all day for that parking spot. <laughs> you know? That's hilarious. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Next pick. All right. So. You got Johnny Depp, Kevin Hart. I got Shaq and Ross from Ross Creation. All right. The homie driving my my RV is going to be Travis Pastrana. <laughs> Travis Pastrana. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, he's probably not very known, but he was in Supercross first. Motocross. Or motocross, whatever you want to call it. He yep. was whipping, and now he's a uh, rally driver. Yeah, he's for probably the Subaru most rally. famous Red Bull athlete of all time. Yeah, he's he, a beast. He, uh, yeah, he he like raced and did like motocross tricks. Like he, I think he was the first yeah. person to pull off a double backflip. Question mark. Uh, I'd have to fact check it. I don't remember, but I think he was. Um, but then yeah, now he races rally cars and he does all sorts of crazy things. Yeah, Travis was trying. Dude, to he's he's driving play. my thing. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a professional motocross racer, dirt bike racer, if you didn't know what that is. But yeah, that'd be sick. So I bought, my dad bought me a dirt bike. Well, he bought me two dirt bikes, actually. So hashtag oh, spoiled. Go. You had an arsenal. Which is crazy, because we didn't have a bunch of money back then. So props to you, dad. Love you. He was um, banking on you making it big. <laughs> well, the reason he bought me two is because he bought me the first one, and the first one was trash. <laughs> it was so a like, terrible yeah, dirt so bike. I'll get you a new one. It was like from the 80s. Uh, wasn't a good dirt bike. And then the second one he bought me was good. And then, uh, um, but then, yeah, anyway, so I was super into Travis Pastrana back in the day. So anyways, that's a good pick. Yeah. He's the homie. My next pick is going to be Samson from the Bible. Samson. That's a really good one. I feel like that's a cool party trick. <laughs> Like you just show up, yeah. Show place. Oh, hey, this is Samson. Oh, He's hey, gonna lift your building real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see my friend lift your truck up with one? I'll hand? bet you one million dollars he can bench your truck. <laughs> yeah. You know how much? You know how much free food you'd get rolling in? Yeah, like <laughs> literally party tricks galore. <laughs> <laughs> bet you launch, he could lift that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like there's a car that's like been abandoned. On, oh, my friend could just move that for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're stuck in a ditch. Samson, pull him out real quick. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Think about it. This is months on a road trip. We have yeah. to make money somehow. That's true. So That's true. on the road, we open up a moving business and just have <laughs> just Samson carry everybody's stuff to their new house. That checks out. You know, See, I'm banking on, if we're going that route, I'm just doing comedy shows everywhere I stop. Yeah, no, I'm cool with that too. And imagine, imagine how much, how much 
uh, how good my moving company is going to be with Shaq and Samson. Yeah. Right? Ross isn't going to do anything. He's going to direct the people. Hey, that's yeah. right. That's right. Pulling pranks on people. <laughs> yeah, he's like... Ima- imagine imagine Ross's... stuff upside down in their house. Ma- imagine Ross's comedic timing with Samson's abilities. That's yeah, going to be, be great. that would be a good time. So, anyways... Samson. Yeah, that's my pick. I that's don't know a, why. No, that's a good pick. Samson from the Bible. All right. Also, it's like, it's protection, you know? Yeah, homie, will just, uh, <laughs> homie and, killed a thousand people with a donkey jaw. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like in-house bodyguard, so yeah, just in case do, we get into some trouble. He'll mess some homies up. On the way. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, just in case I need a praise break, but... One you will never see coming. I'm picking Kanye West. Oh, wow. I'm, he's going to start singing Sunday service songs in the bus. You'd definitely be drawing a crowd for sure. And I like it. I think Kanye he's West. He's actually like just a super interesting dude. I feel like we would never get bored. Hey, just let him talk. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like... Uh, he's super weird. Yeah, a lot of people think he's <laughs> absolutely crazy. And I... He somewhat agree. Is. Yeah, he's kind of a great. He's he's crazy, but, but he's, he's also kind of a genius. Yeah, he's it's yeah, it's that something about it, man. Well, there's there's some areas of of his thought process that are really dumb, but completely agree. But he's also <laughs> musically, he's a genius, and then yeah. in some, he's just a very interesting. That's what I'm saying, dude. You could just talk the whole time, and you wouldn't even get bored. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Um. And he's drippy as heck. I'm taking his closet, too. Yep. That's true. I'm going to pick... I'm taking all his Yeezys. Oh, man. I only got two picks left. Oh, bummer. You okay. have two to pick. Uh, I know. I'm going to pick Chad Ochocinco. Let's go. Uh, he's a uh, an ex-NFL wide receiver. Yeah, um, just in case you want to throw dimes on the side of the road. Who's just the funniest... Funniest guy you've ever seen in your life. Uh, if you have, if you don't know who Chad Ochocinco is or Chad Johnson was his old name, uh, just go on YouTube and look him up. He's super funny. You'd love to see that. He like would carry a dollar bill around in his <laughs> sock, and like when a he was begging for a call with referees, he'd pull out the dollar and try and give it to try him. Try and like, give it to him. Try to bribe him. He proposed to a cheerleader in the middle of a game one time. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other things he did. He's like famous for like he did the river dance and the salsa and like he uh, fell asleep in the end zone, <laughs> and then he like put a Hall of Fame jacket on himself. <laughs> what a beast! In the middle of a game, yeah. Um, what a beast! Oh, there's this story that's really funny. Before uh, we're running out of time, but it's okay. Yeah, we only have uh, two more. We'll bustle us. Yeah, we got well. two picks, but there's a story of so so Chad Ochocinco is an ex NFL wide receiver, but. That he he had this phrase. He said, "I'm always open. You know, I'm open. I'm open. I'm always no matter open. what." Which is really true. He's like probably uh, in the history of NFL, probably has the best. He's the best route runner in the NFL. Meaning he's just really quick. Yeah, and he'll find uh, the space. He's, he's actually nobody could really guard him back in the day. So, but that was his thing. He's like, "I'm always open." And then like people would make jokes, say that like you could you could put him in a phone booth with four defensive backs and he'd he's call you and open. say, I'm open. <laughs> he'd use the phone to call you and tell you he's open. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, there he was in this interview with one of his old coaches, Hugh, Hugh Jackson. And uh, Hugh, not to be confused with Hugh Jackman, but Hugh Jackson, 
he was talking about like, hey, I used to get, he's like, I used to get these calls from Chad at like two in the morning. Chad's like, you remember those? And he's like, do I remember those? Of it course I remember those. two in the morning. Those. He woke me up all the time. And so I guess like Chad used to like, he'd call his coaches <laughs> at two in the morning. <laughs> he'd call them. They, uh, hey, Chad, what's up, man? And he's like, hey, coach, I'm open. And just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey coach, I'm open. And he'd hang up. Hey, I'm open. And then he'd like call sometimes and ask about like the the like offensive game plan. And then the coach is like, dude, we're literally gonna go over that in like three hours. Like, go back to bed. He's (laughs) like, like, nah, I'm open. All right, coach, I'm open. (laughs) And he goes, I know, Chad, I know. (laughs) Whatever. It's just super funny. Anyways, next pick. Okay, my last pick, huh? Four. Yeah, last pick. Yeah, last pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick pick some. Spiritual guidance for this trip. I'm going to take Stephen Furtick. Oh, okay. I feel like he'd be pretty fun on Because I feel too. like, yeah, he'd be pretty fun. He can get loud and rowdy, but he's also a really smart guy. I feel yeah. like he, he could calm the group down once we get into fights. I feel like he'd be a pretty good one. Yeah. I'm going to skip over the reverend aspect here because I got that covered myself. Yeah, the checks out. Just kidding. Uh I feel bad now. You picked. Oh no! You really only won. What? Because you were talking about praise bake, but you're, no, no, you're, but you're picking Christian one. folks. Uh, but I am going to pick with my last pick, Luke Combs. Okay. Who is a country singer? Yep. He's this big chunky. He's <laughs> country ma- he's singer. Massive. And he, I feel like he's just super funny, and uh, and also it'd be like good on a road trip. He just busts out a guitar. Start singing. Start singing. I feel like that'd be good. I don't know. Hey, teach their own. I'm not a country fan, so I would hate it. But yeah, but you know what I mean. It's just yeah. you're on a road trip. He vibes. busts out his guitar. Vibes are immaculate. It's some vibes. I just I'm just imagining Shaq trying to sing along with Luke Combs, and yeah, it's just an absolute that. party. That's awesome. So okay, so here's here's the list. Uh, ben pick first. We'll read his first. He's got Johnny Depp, Kevin Hart, Travis Pastrana, Kanye West, and Stephen Furtick on his road trip. And I have Shaq, Ross from Ross Creations, Samson from the Bible, <laughs> Chad Ochocinco, and Luke Combs. I have no idea how this is gonna go, but yeah, this could. I just have I, I have no know. clue. Absolutely no clue. Uh, honorable mentions: I had Jack Black, Adam Sandler, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, that would have been a good one. He would have been super good. I almost picked him, but I didn't know if he was like popular with the kids these days. Yeah, I don't know. But he's one of my favorites. Yeah, any honorable mentions? Yeah, I had Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah, going on the strong route. I had Joe Rogan I because he's interesting. That's a good pick. Yeah, That's like a Kanye-ish ch- pick. Yeah, and then I had Will Ferrell, and I had Ellen. Ellen, let's go. Ellen. She would have been giving free Dude, stuff you to everyone. You should have picked Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. That would have been a party. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but I've I've picked them in so many other yeah, drafts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. They're okay. still two of the funniest people on the planet, in my opinion. That's all we got for today. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed the Bible study portion. Uh, learned from that, grew from that, and then hopefully you had fun with this once in a lifetime road trip. Let us know who your five people would be. Uh, send us a, a DM on the Echo Youth page when we post this uh, this draft tomorrow or today. Yep. yep, yep. I guess. Today, technically, huh? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let us know who your picks will be. Let us know if you like ours. Vote for who you like best. And uh, we'll go from there. So, uh, with no further ado, uh, I'm Brett. I'm Ben. And cue the outro.